You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll, to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Grammar Girl here. Oh, English, there are so many different kinds of errors that sometimes it seems overwhelming. But today we're going to talk about errors you can laugh at. Errors like thinking Credence Clearwater Revival saying, there's a bathroom on the right instead of there's a bad moon on the rise. And saying something is a little fit bunny instead of a little bit funny. Our little fit bunny type of error is called a spoonerism, in honor of Reverend William Archibald Spooner, who taught at New College in Oxford in the 1800s and early 1900s, and had a reputation for mixing up words. Reports say that he was less than thrilled to be honored by having the error named after him. A spoonerism is a particular kind of mix-up. It happens when you swap sounds between two words in a phrase. There are unintentional spoonerisms that don't make sense, such as goys and burls for boys and girls. And then there are spoonerisms that create new amusing meanings, such as keys and parrots for peas and carrots. And better nate than lever for better late than never. I confess that on more than one occasion, I have called my relatives named Gail and Dave, Dale and Gave. Sorry. There are also intentional spoonerisms. For example, Keen James wrote a book called Stoop Nagel's Tale is Twisted, Spoonerisms Run Amuck, that retells fairy tales using spoonerisms. Chapters include Beeping Slooty and Prindersella and the Sins. Christopher Manson wrote a book, The Rails I Tote, which has 45 Spoonerism cartoons for readers to decipher, such as Bee Tags for Tea Bags. And Shel Silverstein authored a book called Runny Babbit, a Billy Sook, which obviously uses Spoonerisms. When I covered this topic a few years ago, a reader named Danielle told me about a story called Rindersella instead of Cinderella. She said her favorite part is the last line, which goes like this. Now the storrel of the Mori is this. If you ever go to a bancy fall and you want to pransom hints to loll in fuv with you, don't forget to slop your dripper. <laughs> I'll put a link to the whole story on this article at quickanddirtytips.com so you can check it out yourself. As I was researching this topic, I also came across many spoonerisms that seemed to be intentional attempts to eliminate swear words while still getting the point across. Some of the less offensive examples include Nucking Futs from the movie Dickie Roberts, former child star, Miserable Mastered from the video game Escape from Monkey Island, Bass Ackwards, and No Wucking Furries. 
It makes me wonder if Reverend Spooner is growling over in his rave. On to Mondegreens. Whereas Spoonerisms are slips of the tongue, Mondegreens are errors of the ears. Mondegreens happen when you mishear something, usually a song lyric, and create a new meaning. The credence, there's a bathroom on the right, mistake is a mondegreen, as is people hearing olive, the other reindeer, instead of all of the other reindeer, used to laugh and call him names, in the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The name mondegreen was coined by a writer named Sylvia Wright, who misheard a line from a 17th century Scottish ballad. Ye highlands and ye lowlands, oh, where hae ye been? They had slain the Earl Armore and laid him on the green. Unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately for the future of wordplay, Wright heard the last line as and Lady Mondegreen instead of and laid him on the green. Wright had imagined a second slaying victim where there was none, and when she discovered the error, she decided to name the phenomenon after the non-existent Lady Mondegreen. Some of my favorite Mondegreens come from children's misinterpretations of the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm thinking of the scene from the movie Kindergarten Cop, where the kids are saying the pledge, and if I remember correctly, there are lines like, I led the pigeon to the flag, and one nation under God, invisible, with liberty and justice for all. There are lots of great Mondegreens from popular music, too. I like these two from Toto and Cindy Lauper. Mistaking, I blessed the rains down in Africa, for I guess it rains down in Africa. And mistaking, when the working day is done, girls, they want to have fun, for what in the world can they get done? Girls, they want to have fun. A reader named Mark said that in Billy Joel's song, We Didn't Start the Fire, many people hear trouble in the Suez as trouble in the sewers. And a reader named Jennifer said that when she was a kid, she used to go around the house singing sand on the run instead of band on the run. (laughs) If you like Mondegreens, Gavin Edwards has written a series of books about them, including Excuse Me While I Kiss This Guy, When a Man Loves a Walnut, and He's Got the Whole World in His Pants. I like to imagine the mythical Lady Mondegreen happily singing along. At Delta, we know Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. 
is at rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Egg corns were first identified as a separate phenomenon 10 years ago and got their name from a discussion on the Language Log website about a woman who misheard the word acorn as egg corn. Such a change isn't a mondegreen because it doesn't create a new meaning, and it isn't a spoonerism or a malpropism because the swapped words sound the same. They're homophones or near-homophones. Other examples of egg corns include coming down the pipe instead of coming down the pike, and chomping at the bit instead of champing on the bit. They often seem to do with misunderstanding the meaning or the origin of the phrase. Many of the most common egg corns seem to swap homophones in familiar phrases, such as H-E-R-E for H-E-A-R in here, here. It's spelled here as in hearing what you do with your ear because it means something like hear him, hear him. Bailing for bawling in bawling wire is another example. And toe, T-O-W, instead of toe, T-O-E, in toe the line. Finally, I'll talk about malapropisms. The name comes from a French phrase meaning badly for the purpose. It came into popular usage to describe the silly misuse of words after the playwright Richard Sheridan named one of his characters, who had a habit of ridiculously mixing up words, Mrs. Malaprop. The play is called The Rivals. Malapropisms occur when someone substitutes a similar-sounding word for another word. For example, George Bush was reported to say nuclear power pants instead of nuclear power plants in 2003. And in Sheridan's play, Mrs. Malaprop said, he's the very pineapple of politeness, instead of he's the very pinnacle of politeness. Scott Perez Fox reminded me that Dogberry in Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing makes great comic use of malapropisms. For example, he says, oh, villain, thou wilt be condemned into everlasting redemption for this, when he meant everlasting damnation. To sum up, spoonerisms, mondegreens, acorns, and malapropisms are all instances where you get the words wrong. My brain is starting to hurt trying to keep the names straight, so I'm going to try to summarize them and give you a way to remember. Spoonerisms are what you get when a speaker mixes up sounds, making phrases such as better Nate than lever. Remember William Spooner in his particular kind of mix-up, such as the Lord is a shoving leopard instead of the Lord is a loving shepherd. Mondegreens are what you get when listeners mishear words. For example, when people think the song lyrics are sweet dreams are made of cheese instead of sweet dreams are made of this. Think of Lady Mondegreen being laid on the green. 
Eggcorns are what you get when people swap homophones in a phrase, such as spelling here here H-E-R-E, instead of H-E-A-R. Remember the woman who mistook acorn for eggcorn. And malapropisms are what you get when someone substitutes a similar-sounding word for another, such as he's the pineapple of politeness instead of he's the pinnacle of politeness. Remember Mrs. Malaprop from the Sheridan play. Finally, one not-so-funny thing about a specific way of mixing up words is that it can be an early sign of Alzheimer's disease. My dad had Alzheimer's, and one of the things we noticed was that he would use a related word instead of the right word. He might call his watch a time, for example, or a chair a sit. The Alzheimer's Association also lists this kind of problem as one of the early warning signs of Alzheimer's. They give the example of calling a watch a hand clock. So if someone in your family is having this kind of problem, don't panic, but you might want to have him or her see a doctor. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. Come to quickanddirtytips.com to share your own funny story about misspeaks and mishearings in the comment section. That's all. Thanks for listening. When Tillamook ice cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook ice cream. Extraordinary dairy. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu accreditation.